Bob, big week in the state of Oklahoma. Will you be making your way to Tulsa to watch uh, Tiger Woods live in person? Hey, uh, you, you cut out on me the first part of that. You, you heading up to Tulsa to watch some Tiger Woods this week? You know, I'm going to go over tomorrow and watch uh, watch a practice round or just watch whoever comes through and meet some uh, Tulsa buddies and uh, enjoy the day there tomorrow. After that, I don't think I'm not much for those crowds. I think I'll just watch it on TV after that. <laughs> I don't blame you for that. Get out of the heat. Go enjoy it at the house. It's going to be really cool, though, and uh, uh, OU's going to be – yeah. It's- yeah. It's fantastic. I mean, just the course just on TV looks just incredible. So, and and you've heard that from so many of the players. So, uh, yeah, good for Southern Hills and Tulsa. That's awesome. Coach, I I wanted to ask you, I don't know if we ever have had a chance. You know, the SEC news dropped last summer. It put a bunch of wheels in motion about uh, conference realignment and stuff, and then it turns out the Big 12 – is going to add four teams. Now, they're going to add those teams, it looks like, for next season, the 23 season, UCF, BYU, Cincinnati, and Houston. And what do you think about those additions uh, with the Big 12? And it looks like Oklahoma uh, may at least be in, in the conference with those new teams for one season, perhaps two. Yeah, I, I think it's great uh, in, in the fact that I don't. Um, I think it's great in that there's a lot of really good football teams there. Uh, how much revenue they're going to bring to the Big 12, I don't know what, how that's going to look, uh, if they're going to bring additional revenue and or, you know, uh, Oklahoma and, you know, if our piece would be any bigger or not, I'm guessing not. But uh, as far as bringing in some really quality football teams, uh, I think that part of it's really uh, solid and really great. Um, yeah, so uh, that part of it's really good. You know, Bob, we as uh, the fans, we're always obsessed with uh, kickoff times, what time the games are, all that. Uh, I'm curious from your perspective, though, did you have a preference at all to kickoff times when you were the head coach? Did you like night games better, or was it just it's 11 a.m., whatever, we'll go wake up and go play football somewhere? Yeah, that was always my attitude because unless you want to give away TV money, then you just don't worry about it. You play when they tell you to play and when TV feels it's the best time to play. And that's just the way it is. That's the price of doing business. So um, I, uh, I never minded getting up first thing in the morning and getting in game mode and going to play. But, you know, when you could adjust, if you had a night game, you just – pace yourself through the day and you know make sure you don't get too wound up and energized too early for it you know to keep your energy for later so you just you just got to do it that's just the way it is yeah I think it's uh it's not too bad I guess whenever you're you're hit with a variety of different game times but whenever you have to start pumping out non-stop 11 a.m's I my guess is that it it's it's, it's probably easier on the players and coaches to get up and do it early instead of sitting around and waiting, but it could probably maybe make recruiting way more difficult, trying to get a bunch of kids in to see the game and, and that sort of thing is probably the hang-up. Well, that's exactly right. Um, 
it's not the best at all for recruiting and parents and all that. Uh, as far as, you know, a, a coach's work day to get up and get going and have it done, and even players, you know, you some of our players are from out of town, don't get to see their families very much. Would you rather be finished playing at 3 o'clock in the afternoon and have all day and evening with them or finish at midnight and not get to see them hardly at all? So, you know, uh, you know, it's just the way it goes. But, again, it really doesn't matter. You you know, TV's going to dictate, uh, you know, when you play. That's just the way it is. Bob Stoops is our guest live on The Ref, brought to you by Yo Pablo on Campus Corner. Bob, I was telling Teddy yesterday that there's a team that I'm really starting to like for next season, and that's the Kentucky Wildcats with your brother Mark as the head coach. What does he have, two 10-win seasons in the past four years? It's pretty good. What's been his secret up there in Lexington that he's been able to really consistently churn out some really good football teams up there? Well, obviously Mark has done a great job as a head coach. First, I, I think in recruiting overall, not just him, but his assistant coaches, they have incrementally, year after year, just gotten stronger, more physical, better players. Little by little, they've just improved their talent. And the other part is he's done a great job with his assistant coaches, keeping the right guys, but also when he's had you know, some really successful coordinators that have gone on, He's followed up with other really strong and, and quality coaches, and I really believe he's done that again this year. Um, so, uh, you know, with replacing his offensive coordinator. So, anyway, um, yeah, Mark's done an awesome job, and they have had, uh, I think, two 10-win seasons in the last four years. And, and the other seasons were, I think, I don't know, seven or eight wins in bowl, bowl, uh, bowl games, I believe. But, uh so anyhow, no, I'm, I'm excited for Mark and, and what they're doing at Kentucky. Uh, that's that's part of the reason the SEC East has become quite a bit more difficult. Um, obviously, Georgia there, Kentucky, has uh, they finished second in the East last year, 10-3 and three season, really good stuff. Tennessee's getting better. Florida, um, I think, is probably looking to bounce back, which kind of gets me thinking about when OU and Texas make their way to the SEC. At, what do you think is going to happen? Have you heard anything as far as is it going to be two divisions? Are they just going to add uh, to the current uh, East and West? Or is it going to be the pod situation that people have thrown out there with four teams in four different pods? And uh, What have you heard and, and what do you think would be best? I, I haven't heard at all. I have heard more than anything maybe of the pod idea. Uh, now, I don't know if there's any validity to it or not. Um, you know, so I, I think we'll be fine whatever we do. Uh, and, um, listen, when I, when I was in the SEC at Florida with Coach Spurrier, uh, the strongest by far part of that league was the East. And now it's changed where, you know, of course, with Alabama in the West. But back in that day with Coach Spurrier, Florida, I think in his – in his 10, 11 years, I think he they, they won the league like seven times. Mm. And with Tennessee right there with us, um, always had great battles with Tennessee. And the West wasn't very strong. And, you know, but again, so now it's, it's a little bit different. So it doesn't really matter. You're going you're gonna to play 
you know, you're going to play the bulk of those teams regardless. And hopefully you can get in a SEC championship game and play another great team. So, uh, but again, I, I, you know, we, we've got a lot of confidence that OU will be more than ready for it. Bob, there's a, a new young coach on this staff that I think a lot of fans are excited about. His name is Miguel Chavis. Now, apparently, Miguel Chavis wears cleats to practice. First huh. off, what do you know about Miguel Chavis? And two, have you ever heard about a football coach, a college football coach, assistant, head coach, whatever, wearing cleats to practice out there with the guys? Yeah, I think I know Jim Harbaugh wears them in games. I believe so anyway. And, uh, yeah, I think it's awesome. But, uh, hey, I more good for him. He's going to work. He's working hard. I've yelled several times uh, here in the last month. So he's awesome, uh, an excellent coach, great recruiter, fun person, great person to be around. So, uh, uh, anyway, um, yeah, that you know that's that's great. Whatever you got to do to get the job done. Yeah, I, I saw a couple of videos of him out there. Now he didn't have pads on. The players were in full pads. He didn't have any pads on, but uh, he was button and pressing and and th- throwing those guys around a little bit. Sometimes you got to get in there and get dirty a little bit to uh, to show the technique. Sometimes it's easier to well, to actually show it than it is to tell someone how to do it. I guess. Yeah, I've seen Coach Venables do that to you back in the day, so so why not? No Heck doubt. Yeah. No doubt. I remember Coach Ed used to put the cleats on to do some uh, pass rush against the offensive line, too. So, yeah, no doubt about it. All right, Coach. Hey, we appreciate your time. Hey, real quick, who do you got winning it this weekend up there in, at Southern Hills? Oh, man. Uh, I'd have to go just because he's been so hot. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm gonna go with one of the Oklahoma guys. Uh, give me uh, who's who's the top uh, Oklahoma Oklahoma State guy uh, right now. You got Gooch is playing really good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with Taylor Gooch. Taylor Gooch, oh, man, I would love to see that. Home, home State guy, why not? Um, you know, I'm sure he'll have a bunch of people here. So. Uh, anyhow, yeah, I uh, hope hopefully all those guys play well. I believe they will. Yep. Bunch of good ones out there. It's fun to see Ricky Fowler out there, too. I'm going to look for him tomorrow. Going to be good stuff. All right, Coach, we appreciate you stopping by. Have fun out there this weekend. All right, guys, great to be with you. Boomer right. Sooner. Boomer Sooner.